0: Welcome to this week's episode of this week. T- today we are going to talk about Joe Rogan's potential cancellation and how we can try to stop that. Because he's the biggest podcaster in the world. Another Sony's Bungie acquisition and which gaming studio and which big tech companies pose an actual threat to Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass. Third. Meta's decline in market cap and stock price. So let's start with Joe Rogan. About 270 doctors came out to cancel Joe Rogan. And then, most people found out that out of 270 doctors, most of them weren't doctors at all. Some of them were turns out some of them were professors some of them were researchers some of them some of them were dentists students and veterinary doctors and that that was that then Neil Young some some boomer I don't know came out and basically threatened Spotify either They keep Joe Rogan, or they keep him. Because misinformation, right? And... Then, this whole thing gets covered by media. Then Neil Young leaves and he promotes Amazon Music. (laughs) And he also thanks Apple. Now, you can protest misinformation. If you want to, like, waxing misinformation, that's okay. But you don't then just go out and promote Amazon Music. It's like how it's, it's, didn't this uh, come out a few years ago that they don't even get toilet breaks, Amazon warehouse workers. So if if you have a problem with misinformation, how are you okay <laughs> how are you okay with that some other Some other person like Joni Mitchell leaves now media is in full swing against Rogan and Spotify's market cap drops by around two billion dollars. Now that may be because of Joe Rogan, but it also might be because of general market crashing down. So many of the stocks on the stock market are down and amongst them is Spotify. Then Joe Rogan comes out with an explanation, says hello friends and posts a video about this whole situation, says he's a Neil Young fan, he's a Johnny Mitchell fan and he feels sad about the whole thing. and. Uh, and he's he's basically like hey i'm just having conversations and tells people about how he should structure his guest how he'll try to structure guests in future he'll have one person on then he'll have another person with opposite views on which i think is a good strategy You know, I don't have, I don't, I'm not, I'm not that big of a podcaster, so I don't know. (laughs) Now other musicians start leaving and media is now going through the Joe Rogan experience catalog. They find racist content, they find transphobic content and that's that, I guess. Joe Rogan says, sorry about whole thing and let's start with Neil Young shall we. His music catalog owned by a hedge fund called Blackstone and that Blackstone has some links with the big pharma, particularly Pfizer. So is it moral thing? can, Can people just do things out of morality and here's the thing it's like cynicism says follow the money and in this case it, it's owned by a hedge fund called blackstone and it has links with big pharma and most of the corporate media trying to cancel joe rogan is also sponsored by big pharma particularly pfizer you'll find many compilations of this under internet like Sponsored by Pfizer. Said, okay. So cynicism says follow the money, but there's a part of me like that wants to be innocent. And like, why can't I just do things because out of morality or whatever? Why is it always about money? <laughs> and I think I think it's my opinion is. I think it's okay to have various other guests on that do not necessarily share majority consensus, especially when th- those guests are experts in their fields. He, Joe Rogan mentioned in his Hello Friends video, Dr. Robert, Robert Malone and Peter McCullough. I think the, these two. I know Robert Malone is owns something about six or nine vaccine patents about mRNA vaccine so he the Robert Malone guy knows his stuff Dr. Robert Mullen and just saying misinformation doesn't solve anything so here's my part, here's my advice expert advice to biggest po- <laughs> to biggest podcaster in the world send a public invitation to Dr. Anthony Fauci have Dr. Anthony Fauci on. Send at least a public invite. If he accepts great, talk to that guy. And I think few years ago he did that with Jack Dorsey. He did one with like Jack Dorsey and he, he got a lot of blowback from his episode with Jack Dorsey. And then he had a, another journalist on. And then he had that journalist and Jack Dorsey, and, and one of Jack Dorsey's lawyers at, at Twitter. And this was four people podcast. So I think I think he should probably try to do with uh, one podcast with Dr. Fauci alone, and do one with Dr. Malone and Dr. Fauci pro- probably. That that is my expert advice to the biggest podcaster in the world. <laughs> So Sony buys Bungie, creator of Halo, which is an Xbox classic and creator of a game called Destiny and few others for three point six billion dollars. And people are panicking about consolidation in gaming industry. And there was there were many people who have their own takes. The one that I came across recently on Twitter is Called Ad, uh, it's Adam Conover. I think that that's his name. Is he was he was famous for Adam ruins everything. And his take was Microsoft is trying Amazon strategy to monopoly with Xbox Game Pass. So basically, sell sell stuff for cheaper than your competitors, drive out all your competitors, and then you win. And I have to give it give out a disclosure i'm a free market capitalist through and through but if governments are going to do their jobs properly i'll be recommending acquisitions in nihilistic and cynical way and i don't think microsoft is trying amazon strategy maybe they are i don't think they're going to be monopoly there's sony there's tencent They all have bigger revenue streams than Microsoft. They earn a lot, more, even with Activision, Blizzard acquisition, Sony and Tencent will be making a lot more money than Microsoft. And Apple does not produce any games at all. And they make a lot more money than Sony, Microsoft combined, something like that. So it's, Microsoft is far from monopoly here and there's definitely some worry but and that's why people have been rec- saying that Sony should acquire studios to counteract Microsoft's Activision Blizzard acquisition. So many names came up Take-Two, EA, Ubisoft and Konami Square Enix, Sega, etc. But here's the thing, if if Sony acquires these studios, they'll only get IP or intellectual property. And and I've said it, I think in previous video, the biggest acquisition to go after Microsoft is Valve. Valve has its originals. And m- most importantly, Valve has significant user base with biggest gaming digital store on PCs on Windows it is called Steam. Now Valve has also their VR, Valve Index and HTC Vive. HTC Vive was I think based on Valve Index and these VR headsets are probably the only successful ones other than Oculus. And Oculus is owned by Facebook, now called Meta. So they have VR, they have originals, their biggest gaming digital store called Steam on Windows. But they've also come up with Steam Proton, where they translate Windows games to make make them work on Linux desktops. So who are Microsoft's biggest? big tech competitors Sony, Tencent, Google, Meta and Apple. Now we'll have to rule out Tencent for this acquisition because Chinese Communist Party really really hates gamers and they have cracked down on Chinese big tech companies including Tencent. Now I'm going to rule out Apple because Apple just likes to make things exclusive and Steam is biggest gaming store on windows and most of the games are really native to x86 windows which is Intel based windows or AMD based windows laptops and desktops and translating them to ARM max that is M1, m M1 pro, M1 max etc is, is double the translation of steam proton. And will take performance hit even if it is achieved at all so I'm, I'm so I'm ruling out apple I'll also rule out Meta because Facebook because they're under government scrutiny in Europe and in North America. so who's left Google, Google, Amazon, and Sony to acquire Valve. Well. Amazon is less likely because it gives them store and they have Twitch, but they lack the wider platform for vertical integration like Google and Sony. Google. Google competes with Microsoft on search and advertising, consumer and and enterprise productivity suites, Google Workspace, Google Docs. Google also has operating systems on laptops and desktops with Linux based Chromebooks. And what a coincidence, Steam Proton. Translates windows games to linux. So linux chromebooks steam proton Google and microsoft compete and there you go. That's that's how Google can try to acquire steam proton or Get steam proton by acquiring valve But the thing is google's gaming strategy has been a disaster web streaming only with no free games on subscription and requires people to give up all their previous game library or buy them again so you have to give up all your previous gaming library or you have to buy them again spend extra money and you have to pay monthly subscription and you're not going to get any free games on that subscription seems like a terrible deal and no wonder St- stadia is failing and steam proton and acquiring valve will give google a lot better chance to compete with windows and microsoft people already use google chrome on windows people who use windows most likely have an android phone people won't need to buy new games to transition to google's gaming if they have the steam game store and they can just buy the subscription if they want to play the, their steam games on their phone or on their tvs etc and gives google a huge advantage over microsoft since people who use windows use it because budget computers and office suites google already competes with google chrome chrome os and google workspace gaming valve and gaming team up will crack the whole windows for gaming pcs that's that will be shattered windows will have no longer a monopoly On PC gaming exclusive Windows software that for professionals so Google will get budget computers and Google will compete with Microsoft for budget computers Google will compete with Microsoft for gaming computers professional software maybe they will maybe they will not so two out of three things that makes Windows special Google will get those another potential buyer Sony sony is trying to bring its exclusives to pc starting with god of war and if they acquire sony acquires valve sony gets a huge boost to compete with microsoft with exclusives like half-life then counter-strike x and portal and others they get a user base with biggest gaming store on windows that is the steam game store There's nothing Microsoft can do about it because EU and US Governments are putting big tech under scrutiny. Microsoft has so far avoided it, but if they try to do some weird stuff that like they're trying to do with like uh, how they're trying to promote with Microsoft Edge over Google Chrome, if they try to do that with Valve they cannot try to do that with Valve because governments are just putting the putting big tech companies under scrutiny. So that will be an acquisition. Sony also gets VR with Valve Index, though only successful alternative to Oculus, which is now owned by Facebook. With the upcoming Steam Deck, Sony can compete with Xbox Series S with Steam Deck's price and compete with Nintendo as well with Steam Deck's form factor. Form factor And price so, Steam Deck, VR, Originals, biggest gaming store, and an alternative to Windows with Steam Proton for gaming PCs. Valve should be a top priority for any big tech company who wants to compete with Microsoft for gaming. It gives anyone who acquires it IP, VR, Steam Deck, biggest gaming store steam proton so so people have been recommending which studio should sony buy to co- uh, to compete with microsoft and other st- other studios and other companies will give sony only ip but acquiring valve will give them a lot more and huge leverage on windows and gaming PCs all right third topic so Meta has been in the news recently they lost about 25% of their market cap that's about 230 billion dollars of their market cap after their earnings call conference call Mark Zuckerberg lost about 29 billion dollars MetaSq4 reports showed that Facebook users declined for the first time in its history They went from 1.93 billion users to 1.929 billion users. That's about 10 million users But still This is the first time that the daily active users have declined on Facebook So, the company Meta, they have blamed this on the rise of TikTok and how younger generations have just moved away from Facebook products and TikTok and moved towards TikTok. And Facebook hasn't been acquiring young users, but even Instagram's Reels hasn't been stopped hasn't been able to stop the rise of tiktok and and here's the issue i have if you look at history of social com- social media companies there are mainstream social media companies and there are some n- relatively niche or relatively like special media companies n- social media companies so m- what are the mainstream media companies Social mainstream social media companies. AOL was first one, second one, were MySpace in some parts of the world and Orkut, some in some parts of the world. Then there was Facebook. And remember, when the new mainstream social media company appears, old one dies out. So AOL died out during MySpace and Orkut era, and. MySpace and could died out during Facebook era and Facebook didn't die during Instagram but it has become slowly irrelevant in many parts of the world and Snapchat was supposed to be the next one who would take out Instagram and be be the mainstream social media but Instagram just copied Snapchat's special features, basically stories, and they killed off Snapchat. And they have tried to uh, kill TikTok. But here's the thing. Facebook's anti-competitive strategy has been relatively simple. So either you buy the competition, which is what they did with instagram and whatsapp or you bury the competition which is what they did with snapchat which is what they're trying to do with tiktok where they copy features of their competitors and make users stay on their platform what are the other platforms twitter and youtube and pinterest and reddit of course these are also massive massive platforms especially youtube youtube is bigger than facebook when it comes to user base but youtube is not just a social media it has a lot of social media features like it has ability for anyone to just create an account and upload content no gatekeeping they have like like feature they have comments feature they have share features they have a lot of social media features youtube but youtube is also the de facto search engine for videos so if it's not a tv show if it's not a movie it's not a porn it's not a documentary or it's not some gore video then that video is most likely available on youtube so and same with twitter right twitter is you can tweet stuff but a lot of people get the news From Twitter they just see the see their feed see the news article see the headline in the tweet they click on the news article they read stuff or they just read tweets to get their news and what's the use of Facebook or any of the Facebook owned companies I really want to ask this Twitter great for news YouTube great for great for videos. What about Instagram? Instagram has images, right? Well, Instagram has images, but if you want to search images, you're going to use Google images, not Instagram images. If you want to save your images or backup your images, you're going to use Apple Photos, Google Photos or Microsoft OneDrive or Dropbox. You're not using Instagram to backup all your photos you are not using Instagram to search for new photos Instagram is just a platform to share your photos with people close to you and perhaps even strangers so it's not a tool like Twitter or YouTube but it's just social media Instagram what about Facebook well Facebook has been great for people who lost contact with each other before the internet so Think about older millennials, baby boomers, and all all those people. Gen X and baby boomers. So So they might have lost contact with their high school friends and all that. And suddenly, they can just search their friend's name on Facebook. Now, they're reconnecting with their old friends, right? And that reconnections have occurred and Facebook is no longer a tool same thing with the metaverse that they're trying to do same thing with reels that trying to do with tiktok thing about tiktok is right now it's trending but just like all those mainstream trending social media apps it will decline like aol myspace facebook it will start to decline so i don't know why facebook is going for social media only rather than turning existing social media into tools so Instagram is about supposed to be about images supposed to be and why not introduce tools like private photos upload or photos backup service like Google photos and Apple photos that where some some of these photos can be kept private why not introduce search feature for images so that instagram competes with google images of course is smarter than just an idiot recording and just reading the news and recording this stuff but the thing is it's kind of obvious that unless these social media companies become uh, become tools they're not they're not going to last History has proved that, with AOL, or code MySpace, and now Facebook. So they lost about 10, 10 million users. They blamed it on the rise of TikTok. They also lost $10 billion in revenue, thanks to Apple's pro-privacy changes in I- iOS, where people opt in for them to be tracked. You have to ask people if they want to be tracked or not. With the new ios 15 i think it's called 14 or 15 they introduced that feature and facebook earned a lot of money tracking its users outside of facebook and instagram apps like targeted advertising is fine if if they are targeting based on what you do inside the app but targeting my use my behavior or seeing my behavior outside of facebook app is honestly disgusting and they deserve this or anyone who, who is trying to target their users or their customers in this case users outside of their apps around the their all their activity on their whether it's on their phones whether it's on their web browsers on computers i think it's disgusting and apple has done the right move and Therefore, Meta has lost 10 billion dollars. It's like, okay, you you make targeted advertising stuff and you target me, based, you collect data on me based on what I do. But you're also collecting data on me when I'm not using your service. I think that is disgusting and they, they really deserve to lose their money in this case. Now, argument can be made cynically that apple is gatekeeping their ios platform because apple's i think they have their own ad platform on their uh, place st- on their app store on the in their news uh, news app and few others so what apple has done basically is in in a cynical way They have cut off others others from tracking their users but they are also tracking their users of course it's not as big or as pervasive or as disgusting as meta of course not but that is happening honestly I only meta service I use is whatsapp and that's because whatsapp is big and famous here I stopped using Facebook I stopped using Instagram. A lot of people my age they use Instagram and I've lost touch with a lot of people because of not using Instagram. But fuck. Like no. No, 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 no. Anyway. The metaverse strategy started with acquiring Oculus. Now it's called Reality Lab, Meta Reality Lab, something like that. And that is not profitable as well. And people are not adopting Metaverse as fast as Mark Zuckerberg would like. So, we don't know what happens to Meta from here on out. Will it survive long enough to transition to Metaverse? Will people ac- even accept Meta's Metaverse rather than Google or Apple or Xbox Metaverse or whatever? What is that? So, will people accept Meta's Metaverse over Apple, Google or Xbox Metaverse? What do you think? Well, that's it for today. If you liked this episode, share it with someone you know. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.